if I help one person, I have to help everybody. I'll make my own decisions. What a stupid thing to say. Lord, I need you every day. That is utter nonsense. I don't know why people say that, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say that. Why on earth would that be true? If we all had that mentality, no one would ever get help for anything. And we all need help sometimes. When I hear somebody say that, it makes me cringe. I can't speak for unbelievers, but for Christ followers, we can't live by that mentality. We can't follow that hogwash. If the Holy Spirit is leading you to do something for someone, you need to obey. And regardless of how ridiculous you might think it seems. I lived in Virginia. I smoked cigarettes. I had just enough to go to get a pack of cigarettes and possibly an energy drink, which I was kind of addicted to at the time also. And so I ran to the store and I kind of calculated a little and all I could get was the smokes. So my friend's son was the cashier that day. I walked up to the counter. He got the pack of cigarettes and in my spirit, I heard pay for the person behind you. Now I went to turn around and I felt the voice say, I didn't tell you to turn around and see what they had. So I kind of popped up and Zach looked at me and he said the price. And I said, I sidestepped a little and I said, I'm paying for what he has to. Now, mind you, I only had a couple of dollars extra. I didn't even have enough to get a pack of cigarettes and an energy drink. So here I am offering to pay for something I don't even know if I can afford. And so I step aside and the man steps forward and he looks at me and he sets his beer on the counter. I was kind of horrified actually at the thought of it. I was like, what? Okay, maybe I heard wrong. Maybe I'm making things up. Maybe that didn't really happen. And let me tell you, when Zach rang up the price, it was exactly what I had in my hand. Exactly. And in my spirit, I felt, now tell him that he's wrong, that I really do love him. Fun. The man said, why would you do that? And I said, well, pretty sure God wants me to tell you you're wrong. And he looked at me. I said, God really does love you. And the man broke down in tears, and so did Zach. I stood there feeling really awkward. And the man said, I thought God had forgotten me. Now, none of us actually knows what happened to the man afterward. And you know what? To be honest, it's none of my business. 
because God was meeting this person where he was. He didn't ask my opinion. He told me to do something, regardless of how nonsensical it sounded and how scary it was because I only had a couple of dollars left over. I mean, what if he had had a $5 12-pack or something? No, he had one single beer. And when I went to look over my shoulder, I felt, mm -mm, I didn't tell you to look. I was like, man, this is going to be awkward and embarrassing if I can't afford it. Now, buying somebody beer might not seem like help to you, but we don't know his heart. We don't know where this man was. And we don't know how God actually spoke to him through this. And if that man walked outside and tossed the beer straight into the trash can, I don't care that my money was wasted on it either. Through an act of compassion and obedience, this man's life could have been changed for the better. This is what Matthew 25 says. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another just as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and, and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine, you did it for me. Then he will also say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed people, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in, naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they themselves also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or as a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did not do it for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me either. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Let's make sure we don't believe that lie. That if you help one person, that you have to help everybody. Our job is to be obedient and do things that the Holy Spirit wants us to do. Not the way we think it needs to be done either. I've had a lot of opportunities to help people in life. I've helped some and not others. And I've regretted the ones that I did not help. I will never forget them. They will be with me forever. 
over the last few decades, God has guided me into this ministry of homeless people and outcasts. I've met some really amazing people and heard some truly amazing and heartbreaking stories because I stopped and listened to them. I've done my best not to question the way God does things or the way he wants to reach the lost people he's placed in my path. Like I said, the ones that I didn't help, they serve as a reminder that while I might not be able to help everyone, I can help someone. And that's true obedience. And you were dead in your offenses and sins, in which you previously walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them, we too all previously lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our wrongdoings, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the boundless riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we could walk in. And of course, thanks for being here again today, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Blessings. We were made to love, we were made to give, the reason why we're here, the reason why he gave us life. We were made to show the love of Christ, we know this is why we're here, this is why he gave us life. So let his love shine through in everything we do, it's all for love.